This is Get Lively with Casey Miles, and I'm joined today by two special guests, next year's undergraduate SGA president and vice president, Pooja Juvakar and Haig Engel. This podcast is brought to you by The Technique, on-campus newspaper, as well as Rec Radio, who has partnered with us to bring tech students, quality entertainment, and the freshest, dankest news. As I mentioned earlier, we've got two special guests today, Pooja and Haig. How are you guys doing? Hey, Casey. We're doing good. It is a wonderful day to be here. For those of our listeners who may not know us, or you guys, can you please introduce yourselves with your uh, name, year, major, and uh, your current SGA positions? Yes, we'll do. Pooja here. I am a third-year industrial engineering major. I currently serve SGA as the vice president of internal affairs. Hey, guys. Haig here. I am a third-year economics and international affairs major, and I currently serve as the vice president of academic affairs. All right. First of all, congratulations on your win. Uh, Thank you. Moving forward, what is your biggest goal for your term and how do you plan on accomplishing it? I think the biggest goal for both Haig and I is to really look at the way that SGA is, is present in students' lives. I think that we've both been in SGA for some time and we're very aware of the fact that, quite frankly, people don't know what the Student Government Association is capable of. Uh, we really want to make sure that we, as, as leaders of this organization, prioritize us being present and active um, in the lives of students, making sure that we are really serving the students and that we are using that experience uh, to the best So really that comes down to opening up SJ's line of communication. So, you know, kind of in our view, we think that SJ a lot of times waits for students to come to SJ with their input and feedback. But instead, what we want to do is reverse that relationship and instead bring SGA to students. And by doing that, we really will open up transparency and kind of start talking more about the initiatives that we're working on, how SGA can help this community. But most importantly, is soliciting students' feedback. So you talk about a little bit about engaging students. Um, one of the things that came up with this election cycle was the voter turnout. How do you plan on getting higher numbers for voter turnout? And was it difficult to get the voter turnout that you got this election cycle? I think it's a really good question. I think that um, after the elections, you have like this a lot, like a lot of momentum. A lot of people are paying attention to SGA, which is which is a good thing. I think that we really need to think about that very seriously and and make sure that we engage students now more than ever. I think it's unfortunate that SGA only really talks to students during the election cycle. So I think that when it comes to engagement, we want to make sure that we sustain like this relationship with students, that we're talking to them frequently, um, and that we are, like you said, voter turnout. We want to make sure that these numbers increase every year. And really what we're trying to do is is make Georgia Tech students more informed about what SGA does. And I think what that comes down to is the face-to-face interactions, because frankly, you know, emailing students doesn't really cut it. Social media at the end of the day doesn't really cut it, that it really comes down to those face-to-face interactions. And by us connecting with students on that level, what that's going to do is make people more interested in what's going on at Georgia Tech and how we can work together to solve those issues. Mm-hmm. So a large part of that is probably going to be your executive cabinet. I know that by the time this probably airs, those applications might be closed. But what are you looking for in executive cabinet members? I think the biggest quality that Haig and I really like appreciate in people is like how curious they are, you know, like how much energy they're going to bring to the table. Uh, I think an important part of student government is really kind of being creative in your role, especially with cabinet. You're really looking at specific initiatives going on. And so I think that one thing that I really want to look for, and I know Haig feels the same way, is, is having people that kind of bring a different perspective to student government and, and uh, are creative in their pursuits. We need individuals also that are go-getters, that are going to be able to execute on what they say and what they plan to do. 
because at the end of the day, like we can talk all we want, but really execution is one of the key things that a cabinet member can do. Yeah. And then also like on that note, it's just making sure that they are um, like wanting to have these conversations with students as well, that they're just as excited about, you know, this like new role that SJ can really play in students' lives, uh, that they're super receptive to feedback as well, and that they're going to be um, willing to adapt to the needs of whatever the student government uh, has or what the student body needs. So going back to the elections a bit, I'm sure that that time of year was pretty busy for you. How do you manage that sort of uh, time commitment as tech students, and what are your like biggest takeaways from that entire process? <laughs> well, Haig just likes to go rock climbing all the time. <laughs> well, I realized that no matter how busy you are, that you always, at the end of the day, need to take time for yourself. That no matter, you know, because we are running a campaign, we have academics that we're also worried about. We have other extracurricular commitments, um, and not just one or two, but like it could be three or more, that even if you are like filling up your day, that what you need to do is at the beginning of every week, and this is something that I intentionally try to do, is to make time for myself, because like your mental wellness is one of the most important things that you can do to like help yourself. And by helping yourself, then that kind of enables you to help others. So kind of as Pooja alluded to, um, I do like to climb. I like to get outdoors. So I intentionally make myself, you know, go on runs, go climbing and try to get out as much as possible, because at the end of the day, like that's what's going to help me, you know, be able to help students more, because if I'm mentally well, then I can also help those around me. Yeah. And like, I think as students on this campus, like we're always in this constant pursuit of of being more well-rounded. And that doesn't just apply to like what you're involved with on campus. Like we're not just students, you know, we're, we're 20 year old kids that, that want to go run around Atlanta and have fun too. I think it's important that you evaluate how you're doing every once in a while and, and be honest with yourself. I think that definitely, you know, we were drinking a lot of coffee the past couple of weeks. Uh, uh, but having the friends around us to really uplift us and encourage us, I think, helped us a lot. I think that another thing is, is like, it's not, it's it's okay to not be okay. It's okay to have stressful weeks and there's kind of, you know, the seasons of grind and stuff. And, and it's okay to feel those busier uh, weeks and stuff as long as you are, like Haig said, checking in on yourself, taking care of yourself. And that way, if, you, if you're not taking care of yourself, then it's, it's going to be hard to take care of other people. Another key takeaway, I think, is, you know, we, we talk about the diversity of Georgia Tech's community, but you really don't understand how diverse our community is until you're really on the ground, like talking to different people and organizations and really hearing these different perspectives that every single Georgia Tech student brings. And that's something that I was really enlightened through going through this whole campaign process. And it's so exciting because, our you know, our school is made up of like entrepreneurs, researchers, um, you know, freshmen, people who care about the outdoors, people who care about robotics, people who care about like, you know, anything and everything. And it's, it's pretty cool to see how Georgia Tech is built up. And what we really need to do is capitalize on these strengths and these different perspectives to really help our community as a whole, because like Georgia Tech is an amazing place and we have a lot of amazing people. And I think that we need to capitalize off of that. So you both seem pretty excited about Georgia Tech. How did you both sort of uh, decide that you were going to run for the executive <laughs> ticket? I guess I can tell a little story. <laughs> so um, it was like a Wednesday night, Feb, it was the day before Valentine's Day, and I literally called Haig, and I was like, Haig, um, I had gotten a lot of text messages. Both of us had gotten a lot of text messages from friends, like both inside and outside of SGA, like, hey, we heard that you guys are reconsidering like running. Like, We just want to say we support you guys like in whatever you do. And so I was like, Haig, what if we regret this? We should do it. I said, let's go get this SGA bread. To which he was like, okay, I'll get back to you uh, 
tomorrow. <laughs> and I was like, okay, yeah, take your time, take your time. And then the next night, it was Thursday, and he was like, let's do it, Pooj. And I was like, okay. So I guess basically I want to just say that we were very like inspired by the people around us to do it. We had had so many friends both inside and outside of SGA kind of uplift us and, and, and believe in us. And I think that was the biggest part as to why we decided to kind of take that leap is that we knew that we had a lot of people around us that would that would support us and that would cheer us on. Uh, I think that we both really have loved SGA, not just because of like our specific roles, but because of the people and, and the impact that we believe SGA has the ability to have if used intentionally and if used well. I think that Haig and I are just very like results oriented people, but we're also, we're just relatable and fun. <laughs> and I, I think that's what SGA really needs is like that aspect of, of being more present in the lives of students. So sort of in that vein of people supporting you, there's a big institute change coming up with the new president. How do you think SGA plays a role into that? And what do you expect of the new institute president? So Georgia Tech, you know, fortunately, we already at this point have a very um, well-developed relationship with our administration. And I think that's something that we should capitalize on because we are extremely lucky to have a relationship like that. Because, you know, you look at other SJs at other schools and, you know, they really don't have like the power that we do. And I think that what we need to do is capitalize on that and establish a strong relationship with the incoming president by, you know, immediately connecting with them and really setting the expectations of the students and really being firm on those expectations. And, you know, right now we're kind of in conversations of developing a white paper, um, you know, so we have something to present with them and have these concrete ideas. And, you know, they're not just, we're not looking at small initiatives. We're looking at bigger picture ideas of how we can impact entire communities at Tech, whether through arts or the LGBTQIA community or, you know, um, Mm. Like, I'll add on this. I think that with the new president coming in, the first three things that come to mind, like for what I would expect and hope that this president prioritizes is is not just like the Georgia Tech's ability to like kind of look good, but like, is this president invested in the self-actualization of its students? Like, are, are they prioritizing the student experience, not just after they graduate and like what job they land, but like the in-between I think that if they're invested in developing more partnerships in the Atlanta area as well, you know, how does Georgia Tech really play a role in developing the Atlanta economy? You know, we talk about being this diverse ambassador for the state of Georgia. How do we actually do that? How do we connect our students to wanting to be more like globally invested, um, not just, you know, in the realm of our institute, but like also off, off our campus? I think another big thing is is how open they're going to be to receiving student feedback, not just from like the typical means. Like we love that you know they come to us as student government and ask for us for our input, but we want to make sure that we're we're getting diverse feedback. That all these student advisory boards that are in place actually are representative of not just some plugged in students, but but all students, and that we kind of create um, a forum where all these students on each of these respective student advisory boards meet up and talk about, you know, where's the like centralized priorities of what students are because you've got, you know, Ivan Allen has an advisory board, you know, industrial engineering, my major has an advisory board and like, yeah, on the academic sense, we all have different priorities, but as students, there's more that we need to advise on aside from just our academic experience on this campus. And so I would hope that the new president would would be um, receptive to that kind of feedback and, and kind of just like a president that cheers students on and uh, is present in our lives. I think those are the big things. And I think that um, 
together, like with our, you know, vision for SGA to be more present and having this administration that would then be more present, I think it would have a huge positive impact on not just Georgia Tech for the next year, but for future years to come. So how do you think this whole process is going to like affect your your term? Like, will there be more focus on the, the administration because of this? Or is there just going to be, oh, we'll continue what we've been doing because that's worked and just doing that will help a new president come in? Absolutely. It will be a huge priority. I think that it'll set the tone, you know, uh, for how the, the year is going to go and how years after that will go. I think we really need to talk not just to each other, but to the entire Georgia Tech student body about how we want to navigate that relationship. It's going to be a huge part because it has a huge impact and administrative priorities affect what what can and can't happen on this campus. Uh, It will definitely be uh, the cornerstone of the next year. And I think that we need to be receptive to not only student feedback, but the idea that this is kind of unstepped territory, right? There's never really been a new president on our campus for some time now. So making sure that we are receptive to the feedback and adaptable to um, navigating this new relationship and, and making sure that students' voices are not just being like heard in the capacity of like, oh yeah, we hear your feedback, we want to give it to the next person, but like, but making sure that like this is like a formalized tone that is, is what the president has communicated um, to and for and about. I, that's a really good question. I Yeah. With the incoming, you know, president and this transition, that that, that is going to be the cornerstone of uh, what we are trying to do is develop this working relationship with the incoming president, because what that's going to do is set the precedent for the next, you know, seven to 12 years. And by establishing this great relationship, I think that that's really going to benefit the student body as a whole moving forward. And we just need to make sure that we are being honest, you know, that we are being firm with like what we are asking for, but at the same time, um, you know, trying to be more trying to work on, you know, developing this like close relationship, but also being firm in our expectations. Um, And I think that that's absolutely a possibility and that we really need to start bringing more students into these conversations because a lot of times like it's really, there's this vertical relationship between SJ and the administration. But what we want to kind of do is make it more vertical in nature and bring more students into the conversation moving forward. And we need to set those expectations. So you you mentioned a little bit about how that you could have impacts going down the line seven to 12 years. What specifically do you guys want to be remembered by during your term? So one of the things, you know, because at the end of the day, like, you know, SJ year to year works on a lot of initiatives and they can be smaller, you know, on scale. And I think that, you know, one of the bigger things that we can do for this campus is opening up SJA's line of communication. And what we're going to do is, you know, flip that relationship and have SGA come to students instead of students come to SGA. And I think that's really important to go ahead and kind of set those expectations in that relationship now. Um, so SGA can start doing that moving forward because, you know, frankly, our students are not as informed about what's going on as they should be. And by us coming to students and communicating like what SGA is working on, what, you know, administrative priorities are and like how we're kind of navigating that. And most importantly, you know, getting that feedback from students and opening up SGA's transparency is something that we can really do to help the student body and help open up transparency with SGA. Because right now, frankly, we say we represent students 
But, you know, at the end of the day, we each as individuals only bring one perspective and we can't be representative of the student body until we start reaching out and really touching the different communities here at Tech. I'll add that I think that like my I guess biggest hope is that SGA um, serves more in like the friend relationship to students like we are students we are not this like higher up entity and I think the word government sometimes like gives this idea that we're just kind of there to like allocate funds to organizations and like help them with their budget and that's it I think that there's other ways aside from the financial capacity that SGA can serve in I think one thing that I've really worked on this past year is like developing leadership within the organization I'd like to make SGA kind of serve in that role as well with organizations I want SGA to be uh, an organization that students feel like they can depend on, not just because they need funding or because they need something, but because they feel like their voices are actually being heard and acted on. I think that that's something that we need to just think about as a campus is like we have, like Haig said earlier, like there are so many incredible people on this campus and we talk about it all the time. Whenever you ask somebody like, what's your favorite part about Georgia Tech? They're always like, oh, the people, the people are great. The people are great on this campus because they're doing the coolest things and they're rad and they're awesome. And it's like, why do we not celebrate that more? I think that SGA should do um, this next year, really focusing in on like celebrating that energy that we as students bring and, and recognizing that although like, you know, this campus is tough and this school is tough that, that we have a lot to celebrate. And, uh, I would want SGA to be more active in that pursuit and that celebration, um, and that friend figure, um, within students' lives. Well, that's all I've got in the realm of questions. Are there any closing remarks you guys want to add in? I just want to say kind of on, um, you know, behalf of Pooja and I, that we are unbelievably excited to be representing you as our next, you know, for me, the vice president and Pooja as the president of, you know, the student body, and that we think that we have a lot to bring to the table and that we can really, at the end of the day, bring our community closer together. We are so honored to get to serve as your next SJ leadership. Uh, but we really want to say that, like, we are here because we are students just like you all and we felt um, excited about something that we're passionate about and we had our friends and our role models and our mentors within our organizations like remind us of that and like that's the spirit of our school and I guess to kind of close just like remember the value that you bring to this community and we want to share that spirit with you guys that's what this is really about this sounds really cheesy, but like we just love Georgia Tech and we love its people. And we're so honored to get to serve in this capacity for the students because we just love y'all. <laughs> well, thanks for joining me this week. Uh, listeners, be sure to check out our latest issue of The Technique coming out Friday, April 12th. It'll be our last issue of the semester. We'll be covering Best and Worst to Tech, Horizons Hack GT, and the latest on the Tech Women's Basketball Coaching Scandal. But don't worry. We've got still one more episode of Get Lively left for the summer. Thanks for hanging out with us this week. If you have opinions about current events, let us know by tweeting at NeekPod or emailing podcast at Neek.net. If you're interested in writing for The Technique or sending a letter to the editor, email us at opinions.neek.net. To support The Technique, pick up a fresh copy of our newspaper every Friday and tune in to Rec Radio at 91.1 FM. To hear more news, tune in on Mondays at 6 p.m. for Battleground. Thanks for listening. See you next time. <laughs>